2: welcome back episode 279 of the what up though podcast
0: yeah we a day late but hey y'all y'all okay with it <laughs> right
2: I, I don't think nobody's bitching i ain't see nobody on on, on the, the twitters or facebook actually i really need to update our shit on facebook i don't know why i just stopped posting on there but um and i, I really don't know what to post on instagram i'm just like what do you do, post episode links and memes like i mean you can't even you can't even you can't even put hyperlinks on there i mean you could hyperlink in the the uh, like in bio the i mean uh yeah but yeah i don't know uh i feel like facebook is probably a. it's it, it could it could be potentially a uh a new a, another avenue I, I i feel like some people were listening from facebook it's hard to tell we, i mean it's just like you just you were just able to able to see analytics from itunes so i don't even know how that even work. like i know you could see analytics on how many people see the post but on mm-hmm. like on facebook but i don't i know that necessarily doesn't and I, I know that doesn't equate to listening so whatever um i was just shocked today Was that today or no yesterday that you can actually play uh <laughs> iTunes episodes and not have an iPhone. Like I fully thought you had to have an iPhone for that shit, dog. Like I just felt small as fuck. Like, oh yeah, do is hit play. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm <laughs> sitting so there like, what? I had I do. I I mean and and it's not it's not I can't think of much that I've wanted to just listen to that was on iTunes. I say, oh, I can't. I don't have iTunes. But that would be so stupid of a company to not let other people play shit. Like, yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense at all. I, and I, yeah. I, it doesn't make sense why I even thought that. So, yeah,
0: yeah, because I'm like, I, I'm like, I got the whole Google everything on my phone, on my iPhone. Like, I got all kinds of Google stuff on there. That's <laughs> all. So, like, it's just, it's just whether or not it's like native to the device, or if you got to download an app or something like that. But yeah, I don't see it. I doubt there's too much of anything that you can only get on one of those platforms, you know?
2: Yeah, I have no reason for this, but think, I mean, I have no no background of reasoning for that. So, yeah, that was just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, and I started listening to it. I'm like, oh, shit, I could do this. Like, okay. So, yeah. I, and I've been to the point where I was, you know, I have uh, an Android app for my podcast and all that shit. I just like, I just can't play Apple shit. So, yeah, that was, yeah, quite, quite defined in 2021.
1: Like, this, this
0: is <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not that bad. Because, I mean, like, I, there was a time where I thought that, too. Like, oh, can I not do this because it's a Google slash Android thing? And then I'm just like, oh, no, they got an app for that in the App Store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. I guess I just, yeah. And I'm like,
2: it just played from the mobile web. And, I mean, I, I could because I thought maybe even if I hit it, once I left out the app, it wouldn't play. And I'm like, it just played just like any other mobile web shit, like. That shit was just stupid, but yeah. So uh, we're day late. Um, My fucking power was out uh, yesterday, which made my internet out yesterday. And we didn't get power and internet back today until about
0: 3.30. So um, that sucked. Um, Man, like, what was the experience of, like, that storming yesterday for you? Because that shit was crazy, dude. Okay, so I was at work during the storm.
2: And it was just raining hard. And so I didn't get the, the gist of, you know, people being able to see it and stuff. Cause I don't have like immediate windows, but I mean, I could kind of see out where my car is, but not most. So I didn't see a lot of shit. Now when I, <laughs> when I got home, when I'm driving around the hood, it's like trees and shit everywhere. Tree branches down. It's one is mm-hmm. like this big ass thing. Like it took out this lady porch and shit. Um, it was this big ass branch in the street in front of the house. Where my stepson only really parked, and I'm like, fuck, that would have fucked this car up. Yeah. And so what I did witness though, and I probably can't even sh- sh- show us so because I probably I'll probably die. But uh when I saw it raining and storming pretty hard, I you know, I went to look on my uh, rain ring camera to see how bad it was, just to see if it mm-hmm. was raining house and stuff. Cause I know my wife was telling me she was she was in a training, so she wouldn't be available via phone. So I am like, cool. So I look and I, I look at the back camera and the first thing, the, the, the last video I see is my wife wrestling with the fucking umbrella. So I left the umbrella up and I guess it tipped over and hit the house. So oh, man. I look at the camera and she got this umbrella trying to grab it. It flipped the opposite side. And so right. the umbrella, you know, she's holding it, trying to get it. You can hear the rain coming down. She done bumped into the house and shit. She's oh, mad man, as shit. fuck, dude. Mad <laughs> as fuck. So I see that, and I it, maybe it was like 10 minutes after that happened. And so I messaged her like, hey, give me a call when you can. And uh, Hey, she, how
0: about that umbrella?
1: <laughs>
2: so she's like, I'm like, hey. She's like, hello. <laughs> and I just paused and didn't know what to say. And I'm like...
0: Want to go to Ruth Chris on Thursday?
2: <laughs> I'm like, um, is 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 all okay there? No, it's not. And so I'm like, um, all right. Uh, I'm like, do you want to talk about it? She's like, uh, no. I just want to gather myself. I don't want to talk. Oh, and I was like. All right. Um okay, cool. I I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hangs up and then so the I'm th- and so right then my ca- <laughs> my camera's cut off. And I'm like, "Fuck. I'm like, did the umbrella hit the cable line or something?" Cuz I didn't, I mean, I didn't I didn't have a gist of how bad the storm was. So I'm thinking like, "Fuck, did this umbrella to moved and swayed out hit the hit the cuz it's right near where the uh cable line comes through." So I messaged her, like, messaged her like 20 minutes later like hey did the umbrella so at that point she knew I knew I'm like did the right. umbrella hit the cable line because if so I want to call to try to have them come out blah 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 she's like no I'm like cool and that's when I kind of learned the totality of like the storm was really that fucking bad and, and it wasn't just umbrella flying at my house and shit you know but man seeing her struggle with that damn umbrella man in the rain dog I was damn near in tears crying dog crying <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh my god and so i messaged after so i messaged her about the uh um the, making sure the line wasn't broke or nothing and i was like hey you want me i'll pick up dinner she's like cool so i just picked up some b-dub and shit so when i got to the house she was still sitting kind of looking deflated as hell and i'm like hey so how you doing and then she she paused for the longest and was like the fucking umbrella tried to take me out, and then we both just bust out laughing. So she was, she was oh, okay. a little more in about it. But of course, it's my fault because I left the umbrella up. So, um I'll but go, it, go, and, go. And, it's, and what now? No, go ahead. No, I'm saying of course because I mean it's our umbrella. But she's saying your umbrella almost took me out. Like, right. like a piece of the house is mine. Like, I think it's ours. But okay, whatever. I, I'll take money <laughs> for that.
0: Right. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, uh, when she said she didn't want to talk, you like, oh, okay, all right, uh, I'll see you later then. You hang up, <laughs> like 15 seconds later, you're going to text, like, I just find it funny how. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dog,
2: I, I would have totally, totally accepted that and would have been like, okay, that is on cue yeah on <laughs> cue I thought that was
0: for show coming dog I, about this I just find it funny how <laughs>
2: and then it just didn't help that the power was out you know what I'm saying so all that happened she was I think she was in a training for work so she's like she don't even know if she's gonna get full credit because the training wasn't fully over when our power went out and so she's just upset about all this shit and now we gotta sit in this hot ass house and so now I don't went out and trying to get the generator going and you know all that crazy shit so yeah it was the eventful night woke up this morning Fucking just like, man, it was some thunder that happened at like four in the morning, dog. I swear it shook the fucking house, dog.
0: Like, it woke, OK, that's it woke what I was going to ask. Full you about.
2: Out, dog. It woke me full the fuck up, dog.
0: Yeah, I, same. And I was like, that's what I was going to go be my follow up question, because I was like, it, it got like you could tell the, the storm was bad for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, like midday. But then at some point in the middle of the night, something <laughs> happened. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, like, I fully woke up. Dog, I thought somebody had knocked on the window or something. I'm like, uh, bro.
2: I was like, Lord, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that shit was so. And I, I, I'm guessing three, four in the morning, something like that. It was the middle of the night for sure. But man, that shit was so fucking loud. I thought something had hit the house, dog. Like, yeah, I would have not I, been surprised if it was a car parked on my fucking porch and shit, dog. Because that shit was loud <laughs> as fuck,
0: dog. Yeah, and then it, it woke me up. And then, like, my bedroom is on the on the lower level of my house. So it's, it's like, it's not, like, basement level, where, like, you know, in a basement, you got them little small windows. Like, we got mm-hmm. normal-sized windows in our bedroom. And after it happened and it woke me up, I'm looking like, what the fuck was that? And then I see, like, the lightning flash. But I wasn't looking out the window. I saw the lightning flash... On the wall, opposite <laughs> the window, and I'm like, okay, is this bitch haunted? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, something woke me up. Now it's flashing lights in here. I'm like, I'm looking like there's a light flicker? Like, wait, did they even no lights on? Like, what the? I'm like so confused. Like, what is happening? And then yeah, I stayed. I mean, up. Obviously, I was up for a few, you know, for a little bit after that, like a few seconds, maybe like a minute, and um. Yeah, it sounded like it was like stuff banging on the window and shit, but it sounded like it was inside, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening out there? But I was, I wasn't about to get up though, because i was still, I'll still have sleep. So I'm like, yeah. well, if the house gets destroyed, I ain't gonna make it out in time. So <laughs> I'm as far from the door as I could possibly be. So.
2: <laughs> man, that shit was nuts, dog. Like I say that shit was so fucking loud. And I, I I'm I do not know why I forgot to even talk about mention that to her this morning when I to the wife this morning, but man, that shit woke me the fuck up. And I was up for a good 20 minutes cuz I could not fall back to sleep cuz I'm like, "Dog, something I'm like the house had to shake or something, dog. That shit was loud as fuck, man." But yeah, so we had I think at one point we had roughly 600,000 people out uh, uh That's all power Oh, okay. So it was at some point, at some some point today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At some oh, yeah. point today, I got a thing that says 700,000. I'm like, God
1: damn,
2: man. And it's just fucked, man, because it's like, you know, we've had infrastructure issues for years with DTE. These motherfuckers don't clear the trees they supposed to clear. And nigga, this wind wouldn't be a fucking issue if a tree wasn't in the way of these fucking lines. Like, right. it's just retarded, man. And, I I did a I did a, made a post on Facebook earlier talking about this shit, and it's like you know there's no fucking incentive for these you know uh, this for D, for DTE to to fix shit when they're the only fucking option. Like who the fuck else are we gonna go to? It's either yeah, them or no tough. fucking
0: power. Yeah, I've always felt like they are not like I, I like when when these kinds of things happen and that many people lose power. I feel like they're always kind of like a, a you know, undermanned to handle that sort of thing. And the thing that I saw saw that they said that they brought in people from other states and people from Canada to like help with getting the power back on and stuff, which is a good thing. But traditionally, when that happens, I always feel like like they're not even that strongly motivated because what, what you gonna do? <laughs> like, like you ain't got a choice. Like you just gotta wait. So, yeah, like, they're probably, they're probably like, yeah, wait yeah, on yeah, their hell,
2: we get, us. we get to it when we get to it because there's no competition. There's no threat of them losing our business because of their lack thereof of service and shit. We just, mm-hmm. you know, we just shit out of luck. That shit sucks. I mean, I always thought the monopolies was a bad thing. Like, how in the fuck do they have this shit on lock, dog? Like, that shit's crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if it's like that everywhere for like energy companies or are there I, places like is that uh, unique to us or if you live in texas that's a bad example but <laughs> yeah. somewhere else do you have I swear, options?
2: i've heard that some there, there are some places where you have an option of choosing your uh your energy provider but i i can't quote don't quote me because i'm not sure exactly where but i swear I that that's that is a thing somewhere and i'm just like how did that happen where they fucked where it's fucked up like it is for us. Like, I mean, it's either, you're either DTE or consumers. And, and that's based on uh, where you live. It's not like we have a choice in picking consumers or DTE, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that shit, that shit sucks, man. These motherfuckers, I tweeted, I was tweeting about them and they replied to my tweet, like, sorry, if you didn't you know, all of the fuck shit. And then it yeah. was like, if you check the app, you can check for our estimated, uh, restoration period, I'm like, I go right to the app two seconds later, no fucking time. Like, you could have just saved this tweet. You didn't have to tweet this, because I I, I literally went in seconds and found that it was no e- estimated time. Like, you, you could have just saved that shit, because it, it's not. And even when the <laughs> even the power came back on, it still showed it was out. Like, it still didn't have a restoration <laughs> time. Like, you motherfuckers can't even gas yourselves up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the time when you want to tell people shit good. Like right,
0: oh, that's that retarded. A canned ass response. <laughs> so yeah, well, we're sorry. We're sorry. Uh DM us your information and we'll see if you can see if we can tell you whatever. Or, or like you said, you can go to the app and look at whatever, and it's like, okay, well, that's a failure.
2: Like, right, motherfucker, I'm app- on the app right look- now.
0: I've been checking it every 30 minutes,
2: and y'all motherfuckers ain't updated shit. Right. It's just like fucking dumbass uh direct TV. Uh, we were out for like four days, that was the week I was contemplating changing, and we were Mm -hmm. out of internet for like three, four days, I said, fuck y'all, and I went and got uh, Xfinity, and as soon as we said, we not said, but we literally called and said, you know, we were cutting them off, man, them bitches called us three times. (laughs)
1: Like,
2: how can we keep y'all service? Like, y'all didn't call them four days that we were out of power, you didn't even give us a restoration time. Like, fuck y'all. Hey, right. Yeah, they, they're idiots. And then they've sent... I don't to keep too much, because we got a bunch of topics, but they they sent us an email saying, hey, don't worry about the equipment, you know, just recycle it or something. Then they sent us a letter saying, we need to turn in the equipment. Then we got another <laughs> message saying, toss it. And then we finally got another message saying, we need to bring the equipment to FedEx or some shit. I'm like, why would, we, why would y'all send us messages to say we toss this shit, so when we toss it, we owe y'all a bunch of fucking money and shit. Like, their whole everything about them is fucked up every fucking
0: thing Ooh. oh man anyways man i'm watching oh like half watching but like there's a I've, you know with the pistons you know having the number one pick uh obviously i have more of a vested interest in the summer league games this year and um so i just turned on you know i always try to turn on some sports in the background whenever we do the podcast just kind of like look at you know while we're talking or whatever and i turned on this uh uh, Sixers Hawks game that's on here, and some of these some of these dudes balling. But um, they posted a schedule for tomorrow, and I'm like, man, if you are a a a a NBA head to the point where you will watch games like summer league games the same way you'll watch in, like regular season games, and you don't care and you just want to watch games, man, you got gotta be in heaven right now, bro. They got they got four straight summer league games tomorrow, four, mm-hmm. six, eight, and ten o'clock. Like man, like. Can you imagine watching a summer league game from 4 o'clock to midnight? <laughs>
2: like, yeah, if you're you, you into balling right now, that's – and I don't remember summer league being like this years ago.
0: I I, I can't even make the claim because I have I've watched – I've watched the Pistons' two summer league games so far, and that's probably one more summer league game than I've watched in ever in history before. So, like, I don't be watching summer league games. So, I, I have no idea. But I also know, too, that they are more – they're utilizing like ESPN a little bit more nowadays than I think that they used to. Like, so I would imagine like this is still a little bit more than they normally would have, but because now they're working with ESPN, ESPN two, NBA TV. And like, they got a lot of options. So um, like the the Pistons, again are televised tomorrow and they will be on NBA TV. But uh, yeah, I, I think, I think this might be, cause like normally they like they didn't even used to have all the teams playing in it. It used to only be certain teams that were playing a summer league and it's increased over time to where now all the teams play. So that also might be it too. Like, like, you know, back when maybe only like 15 teams played, well, 15 don't really make sense, but I mean, I guess it could, but we well, you only mean, had half the league playing. Well, half less at some games point, to have on.
2: Half have um, the The full league didn't even have summer league teams. And and I don't, I, <laughs> oh no! I thought no, 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 no. I thought you were. I'm sorry, I, I misheard you. I thought you were saying it as if they
0: had them, but they wasn't like utilizing them. Oh no! Oh no! No, I mean like yeah, like only certain teams would participate. Right. Right. Like it okay. was yeah. It was yeah. yeah. It wasn't even yeah. So like that. Like the fact that now all 30 teams participate makes it mm-hmm. so obviously there's more games. So maybe that's why it feels like they televise more games because there's just more games happening. But
1: Yeah, right? I don't know, but yeah, man, if you just, got that
0: time tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I'm jealous because uh, Mr. Pro Pistons himself, uh, Joe, is down down in Vegas for the games and shit.
1: I saw that. Yeah, I would
2: love to do that. I mean, yeah, that'd be totally So, I think he does like uh, what's the, what's the, what is does he call for uh the preseason for like uh for baseball. Um, Summer league I mean spring spring training. Spring training, spring training. Yeah. I know he's went to spring training down for the, for the Tigers down in Florida. I think it's Lakeland. I think it's down. Yep. It's, yeah, so like that would be pretty cool too. Um, but I'm just waiting for the fucking season, man. I can't wait to go to these fucking games.
0: Cannot. Fucking yeah, it's wait. gonna be interesting. It's been it's been fun watching these first two games. Like I, uh, you know, if anybody's listening is aware, they lost the first two games, but um. I've seen a lot that I like, um, and then one thing that's kind of thrown me that I have to keep reminding myself is because the Pistons are so young. You kind of like I inherently feel like the summer league team is our team because we're such a young team. They're like this is our team, and I keep forgetting like we got people that ain't in this. Like this ain't our full form. So I'm like I'm like we are too you know, two of our best players, ain't even playing in this bitch. Like, so I'm like, yeah, I'll keep, i keep forgetting about that. Right. So yeah, like, I mean, like we're still narrowing, trimming down the roster and shit. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I keep remembering that. Like, I have to remember that there there's reasons to be encouraged. And like, I don't have to look at this. Like, it's like, yes, I know it's only summer league, but our team is so young. I keep thinking that, you know, this is like basically the team that we are going to be riding with. And that's not the case. So I have to keep reminding myself, like, this ain't even our full form. So like the, the promising things that I see can be included in our full form and the things that I don't like might not be included in it. So yeah, it, it's, 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 fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a
2: fun time for, uh for Pistons fans. Um, Finally, consistently. I mean, I thought last season was pretty cool and just, you know, with obviously getting the first pick that just, I think the, that energy just, you know, quadruples tr- or more, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to some games. So,
0: cannot fucking wait. Speaking so, of them, <laughs> did you uh watch the Malice at the Palace documentary on Netflix?
2: Yep, I finished. Uh,
0: I think yeah, two days ago on lunch, man. Um, oh wow, I didn't even realize it been out that long.
2: <laughs> whatever day it came out, I no, I watched what no, what let me say it's. it's Today's Thursday. No, I watched yesterday. I watched yesterday. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, I watched yesterday. I had my day. I guess since I'm so used to, you know, we, we record on Wednesday, so my days are thrown off. Oh, uh, right, right, yeah. So I watched yesterday on lunch. Um,
0: what? So What is your? So what was your thoughts, man? Well, I didn't know what to expect going in. Um, I mean, I I, I watched the you know a little trailer for it or whatever, but I'm like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't really know what to expect, mostly because. I you know I was there and I remember it so like I not there as in I, I wasn't actually in the building that night but like I was you know present as a fan during that time and I remember all that shit pretty vividly and they kind of presented it as like oh you're going to get the full story or some shit like that I'm like damn they about to tell me some shit I ain't already know all right cool and that was not the case <laughs> uh, I was I was disappointed in the fact that um not only was it did it not tell me anything I didn't already know, but it was a very Pacer-centric and uh, Pacers-focused documentary, which I don't even particularly care about that, but it's the fact that the Pacers made it, tried to to make it seem like it was something different than what it was. Like, like, oh, once you watch this whole thing, you're going to see that we really got screwed and how bad this was for us. And from my perspective, I'm like, I already knew y'all got screwed, and I already knew it was bad for y'all. So, like, all this like selling me on look how the Pacers got screwed. I'm like, I already feel y'all got screwed. I felt y'all got screwed at the time. I, well, I don't want to say screwed, but like, I, I, I felt y'all punishment was harsh at the time. But I also wrote it off because I'm like, well, you fought fans, and it's like whether the fans were right or wrong, it it from a business perspective, from as a as if, from the David Stern perspective. Like what? What's he gonna do? Come down on the fans? Like even if even if the fans are wrong, like you you fought the fans. Like even if you did it from a for a good reason, it's still not gonna be a good like, You still gonna catch hell for it. So like I that's how I, I kind of just dismissed it at the time. I'm like, well, I mean, hey, you fought the fans. Yeah, you yeah the punishment was harsh, but you fought fans. What what can you do? So um, yeah, I was a little I don't say disappointed, but. Um, Cause I found entertainment out of it, but I don't know. I, I wish it, it wish it talked a little bit like the interviews more Pistons players or something. Yeah. So.
2: So one, I, 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 really thought that from the, so
0: I think I was chatting with you and Johnny before I watched oh, oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Real, real, real quick, real quick. No, go ahead. One other, one thing that did bother me, and this is not about the documentary itself, but when I was tweeting it, I said something like, man, this shit is heavy about the Pacers, both on Twitter and on Facebook. And, like, several people came up to me doing the thing that I absolutely fucking hate. Like, oh, you didn't know that? Like, oh, well, I could tell it was, okay, all right, thank you, since you're so fucking in tune with everything. that you knew it was going to be all about the Pacers. Like, you're just so fucking, and it's people who don't even barely fuck with basketball like that. Talking about, oh, yeah, oh, you didn't know that? I hate you didn't know that, people, dog. Man, that shit get on my nerves, dog. Like mm. right, man. Okay, well, congratulations that you fucking knew that it was going to be some Pacer shit because you watched the trailer and you just feel like telling me that you knew something I didn't know. Like, okay, congratulations. Like, I didn't know that, uh, you know, you could watch a trailer and know what the full fucking thing was going to be about or what the full fucking focus was going to be. But, yeah, that irritated me. that I, I got several people that was like, oh, man, yeah, I knew it was going to be about the Pacer. Well, how come you didn't say anything beforehand? I didn't see you <laughs> talk about this shit. I didn't see you say, oh, man, that pisses out, that Palace documentary that should be about the Pacers oh I ain't gonna want like you didn't say a goddamn thing about this documentary until I said so I'm actively watching it at 9 a.m. on the day it came out like an actual fan you didn't say a goddamn thing and then you hit me up at 945 like oh I knew it was about the Pacers Shut the fuck up, man. I hate I knew I I do that already ass niggas, man.
2: Man, that <laughs> shit that shit bores me too. And it's just and you almost want to be like, man, you know what? I, I didn't see your Facebook post about it, man. Um, thanks for letting right. me know. Maybe like, why well, didn't do a Facebook Exactly, motherfucker. Right. You chose this time to let me know that you knew. Like, okay, whatever. So yeah, I that that shit bugs me too. So I did not watch the trailer. Uh I saw a couple of clips, but nothing crazy. But I didn't know until the day I was gonna watch it. Um, that it was one, Jermaine O'Neal was a, a producer of it and it was going to be like a Pacers pers- kind of perspective sort of. So I kind of just wish that they may have not, they maybe not have named it the mal- like solely the Malice of the Palace. Like if I would have saw like Malice of the Palace the Pacers story or something like that I, <laughs> I guess maybe I would have had, you know, it would have set me up to not have expectations of you know, other shit, because they only interview uh, uh, Ben as a Piston. I, the only person I think, was interviewed. Uh, yeah. Yep. Which he was the only one that was actually involved, you know, physically involved in the whole thing. Um, so that was that. Like, I like to your point, I knew that they, you know, we all knew that they kind of got, you know, they got harsh punishments. I mean, but, you know, it comes with fighting fucking fans. Um, and I don't I don't know if I, I i i almost felt a little bad for reggie miller i almost uh, felt a little bad but i'm just like well, eh, whatever and that. it may be because i don't I'm, i've never been a big fan of his but i mean could have would have opportunities happen to everybody and they had a strong chance of of winning that series and potentially winning but yeah whatever uh but i think the the the, the some of the bigger things that bothered me was how racist the fucking media was. Like man, and, that's that's felt, and that's what I felt and that's when I I kind of just felt for the, as a black man, I felt bad for the players because I mean they said everything but just say them niggas was wilding. Like right. <laughs> I, that was all I was waiting on to be like these niggas out here wilding out here calling them fucking thugs, hooligans, calling them felons. These motherfuckers is college graduates mostly. Right. (laughs) And you calling these motherfuckers felons? Like, come the fuck on, man. Like the media was some, that was some terrible shit, dog. And now and that made me I I felt shitty about that because the the and it was all of the media. I mean, I'm I'm I I mean they showed a lot of the worst shit. And so there could have been media that wasn't as fucking racist and with these like you know cold ass words and shit. But yeah, they were and then you know, right after that becomes the dress code. So it's like now you wanna call these motherfuckers thugs, hooligans, felons. Now you figure if they just dress white, they'd be okay. Like, yeah, that shit was fucked. So that was the thing that really, really bothered me um, about it. But it kind of another part that kind of I don't say changed my perspective is that. So for years, ever since that happened, it was always a fuck the Pacers thing with me, mm-hmm. and I felt like I took I took on. I don't, maybe like support fans because it and I always took offense to people mentioning the Malispatch because I always felt it was a jab at Detroit just in whole as a whole, not just the fucking pistons and shit and not the whole ass fans. But those fans, the, the the shit that those fans did don't represent me, don't represent you, don't represent a lot of it was just some crazy ass people doing some fucked up shit. And so it so yesterday when I watched it was kind of like I I had I had that was the first time I think I separated myself from the fuck shit that the fans were doing, and I separated that from a Detroit thing, and it was really some fucked up fans that were messing it up for everybody, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but the, the the media thing really really pissed me off, like really pissed me off. Uh, the one dude that came on a court fighting, he pissed me off because I'm like. He, he said that uh, was it Jermaine or, or Ron Artest that punched him? I can't remember Jermaine. which one. Jermaine. And he's talking about he got sucker punched. I'm like, motherfucker, you came on a court. There's no <laughs> sucker. No motherfucker didn't come from behind you and hit you. You came on a court basically trying to square up. Right. Just, just as much as players shouldn't be in the stands fighting fans, there should not be one fucking player with any aggression on, on the fucking floor.
0: You deserve everything you fucking get. Oh, every absolutely! Thing. You he deserved so, deserve every piece of that 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 eye jammy nigga. He yeah, he earned yeah. that shit, <laughs> and he was still acting smug and shit. Like, what the fuck? You can't it, after all these years, you can't sit and say, you know what? I shouldn't have came on the fucking court trying to fight players,
1: right? Like, and know, trying to
0: fight, not even trying to fight players, trying to fight Ron Artest specifically. Like it was Jermaine O'Neal who who did the swoop damn punch on him, but it was Ron Artest who he squared up on, and I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Better square up on Muggsy Bogues, nigga. Like, Like, square up on fucking Ron Artest. Like, like
2: square up on Jamal Tinsley. Jamal Tinsley, first off, Jamal Tinsley deserves way more blame for this than he's ever gotten.
0: Like, how the fuck was that nigga not even interviewed, bro? Like,
2: not interviewed, (laughs) dog. I was up. So, I never knew about that whole interaction of why Artest had filed. So, for y'all who haven't watched or don't know the story, I was not aware of that story either. But it was it was like a minute and something. It was what less than two minutes left in the game. Uh, Jamal Tinsley tells uh, our, our test he has a foul to give or some shit, and he no, goes not that, even that.
0: He said now you can get your foul.
2: Now you can get your like, foul. That was the word, like, Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, file, why? File and to, and, and to Stephen Jackson's did, for... point, like why would you do that? Why the fuck Stephen, would you do I'm... that? Steven Jackson came out the best out of this documentary. Oh hell anybody. yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, I was like Steven yeah. Jackson,
2: the real ass nigga. I became a, I became more of a fan of him. Like I've been kind of a fan because I I've kind of listened to his podcast with him and uh uh fuck, what's the light skin dude? Um, uh, I, I uh is
0: it Matt Barnes?
2: Matt Barnes, yeah, yeah. So okay, I've yeah, kind of yeah. I've kind of listened to some of the podcasts. but and so he's just a real nigga dog. Like he, he's like a cool ass real nigga. Um, yeah,
0: he, he was very simple with it, too, dog. He was yeah, like, like yeah, when very. he was talking about the Jamal Chesley shit, he was like, why would you put a battery in that man's back like that? Dog. <laughs> that shit was and then, stupid. And then when he was like, uh, he was like, you know, like they always say, it should never gave you niggas money. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just said that shit. <laughs> oh, man. He had you roll on that shit. By the end of the day, like, I can't even be mad at him because all he cared about. Was being loyal, mm-hmm. like he was like, I didn't try to say I didn't do nothing. I didn't fight it in court. Like all I cared about was like I was there for my boy, dog. that's yeah, all. That's I, I was there for my brother. Like that's all I cared about. I'm like, hey, that's real, dog. And like, hey, man, I, that's I'm, about as like that's
2: that. about as loyal you can be, and I totally respect that, man. He wasn't trying to kiss yep. ass to apologize. I think he was. He he even said it. He's sorry about how how everything you know transpired and stuff. But he had he didn't seem to have no regrets from that, and I and I could appreciate that. I could totally. Totally appreciate
0: that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the hood code, dog. Huh? You and your homies all out. One of your homies get into it. Even if your even if your boy is wrong, it's like, well, I guess he's happening now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we're in this. No yes. turning back.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I like, you know, I don't I I've never had any certain position for or against Jermaine O'Neal. And I think that kind of stayed the same. I mean, you know, I think that incident kind of. Fucked up a lot of future shit for him and for a lot of other people, but he's still a fucking multi-millionaire, and you know I wish him the best. And maybe he just because he didn't win some championships or whatever, but I don't really, I don't, my, I don't, I don't have a stance with uh, against him or for him, and it kind of stayed the same with that. Um, I do kind of feel bad that it that for like Ron Artest, it's like it seemed like he's never got his uh, mental health. Issues resolved. No, nah, he's still a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah. And it just, it just has been how it is. And I don't think, like they mentioned that he was going to, you know, therapy and stuff like that. But, and I don't want to say they wasn't supportive. I think they were just, you know, wanted him to just, they wanted him to be the, the player they wanted him to be on the court. And he would just do other shit. Like he said, he had a death of the family. Then he on at the Source Awards, you know, (laughs) introductions and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he didn't make it better for himself. You know what I'm saying? And then that after that season, this motherfucker leaves, go to LA and win a fucking chip. Right. (laughs) And I don't remember that. I don't remember that interview. I I guess after that, when he was talking about how he felt like a coward when he was. Yeah, I never saw that interview. He, yeah, so I'm assuming that didn't a lot that didn't really get out a lot when he was talking about well, how it, you it know. probably
0: it, it it was probably a thing where like you know like if you were like say you were Lakers fan right and your team just won a championship you probably sitting there watching every post game interview every like all that coverage but me I don't give a fuck so I'm like I it, I probably didn't even watch this shit let alone watching post game interviews so. I think me not seeing it and you not seeing it was more of a byproduct of we don't give a fuck if the Lakers won a championship Well, so you yeah, weren't watching too. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I think it was awkward for the commentator because he started talking about it. And, they, and the one I forget who was sitting next to him. And he was like, yeah. So about that last drive, you know what I mean? Like, he just totally changed the subject and shit. And I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, it seemed kind of awkward. But it seemed like they, I I, I would imagine that they they haven't mended any relationships uh." between those, 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 those fellas. And I, Ronald Tess is probably not on any of them radars to talk to or any of that shit. So,
0: yeah. They should have called us, this, <laughs> this should have called that shit. Jermaine O'Neal presents the Malice. at <laughs> the
2: Dog, I would have been totally fine with that. <laughs> and man, I, and, I, and so I would excited. have,
0: and I would have went into it
2: with that thought. But, you know, but I mean, it was just, you know, I guess, I think for fans like us, I, for me, I thought it was really dope to see like, uh, clear video of this shit. Because for years, you go back to watch that shit, it's, you know, it's all pixelated, and you don't really get a good, you know, views of shit. So it was just, you know, kind of reliving it and shit. Um, I thought, you know, just the nostalgia of that was, you know, kind of cool. But, man, the fans was fucking
0: awful, dog. Straight fucking awful. Yeah, the the one who went on the court, as you talked about, the Jermaine O'Neal hit, that motherfucker's terrible. Like, he was terrible at the time, obviously, for going on the court, but then, like, in like for him to still try to paint himself as a victim today, like come on. And, and he was so cocky in that interview. Like, come on, man. Like, you a whole bitch, dog. And I remember, like, at that time, like, when you would go to games, the game, like, the entire, like, court side and first few rows area was, like, all, like, Arabic folks, from Dearborn type shit. And they would always come to the games like it was, uh, like, the game was the club like i mean dressed like like the women would come dressed like in in mini skirts and and all this kind of shit and and seeing how he acted now it just made even more sense to me like man no motherfuckers was so fucking entitled at that time oh it was and total then, like, entitlement total who, entitlement yeah and, and the guy who threw the cup the the beer that started the whole thing that motherfucker's a whole bitch like oh my god the entitlement man like he was, like, cocky about it, like, happy. Like, he said something, like, did, like, what the interviewer said something like, do you have any regrets? And he was like, I regret that I didn't put my foot out earlier and trip Ron Artest. Like, okay.
2: Man. How, how the fuck did he get away with having an interview like that, though, dog? That's fucking nuts, know. man. Fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, I, I, I just was like, I just, like, fuck him. Fuck the dude in the court. And what's fucked up, the guy it through the cup, uh... Well, one I thought it was hilarious that the uh, the police dude remember him from a neighbor dating him or some crazy shit or something. Yeah, that was like, wild. <laughs> like I thought that was nuts. that was crazy. And then, uh, fuck, I lost track. Um, so he he did that. Oh, and then he I, I don't know was it Jermaine O'Neal went up there and was trying to get him. I don't I can't remember which player went up to try to get him, but he got that dude that was next to him. Like, he didn't even catch it from that. Oh, yeah, he got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, he got the fucking wrong guy. So he really got off, uh, off scot-free. And I love, like, the motherfucker, the nerve the next day and shit, the media at his house, he got the same fucking hat on. That same tan-ass hat going into the garage. Like, you didn't even give a fuck that police was potentially looking for you and shit. But that's just entitlement for you, dude. Fucking entitlement. Hell yeah. Yeah, that shit was oh. crazy, man. Yeah, but, I mean, I think it changed my perspective a little just... I felt a little, uh, a, a little bad for the uh, for just the, the punishments and the steepness of it. But I mean, they were going to get punished. like you say, they were going to get punished. You fought fans; it just what happened. Um, but it just you know, it just been so much of that shit could have been uh, been avoided. And I don't know; I just didn't like David Stern's attitude about the shit. I mean, like, he's been I- a whole bitch too. Yeah, I mean he was and he always has been, but I just I don't know. I just think I didn't I didn't like his attitude. He was just it was like he was just playing God and shit, you know. And I just I just didn't, you know, I didn't care. I didn't care for his attitude about it at all.
1: And he probably yeah, thought somebody about
0: yeah, that that one person that asked him the inner the from the press that was like, uh, was the vote unanimous? He was like, Yeah, it was unanimous, one nothing. I'm like, damn, duh. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't like his attitude about it at all.
2: And he was probably calling players niggas too. So
0: he probably was.
2: I no, I, I my never, favorite
0: I, part. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I just I never just cared for David Stern at all. So me neither. I I never liked him. But uh my favorite part of this shit was when uh <laughs> was when Steven Jackson was telling a story. He's like, Yeah, you know, so after the shit, you know, i will go back in the locker room and I'm sitting in my locker and our test lead over to me and he's like, You think we're gonna get in trouble? <laughs> I didn't even, like, Jermaine face. Jermaine was looking like Jermaine was looking Jermaine was looking like uh, looking, <laughs> looking like, uh have, you remember um Chappelle's show when they did the, the skit about um making the band?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And they
0: kept having Diddy Diddy was making that face where he was like mm-hmm. confused, like like, and they just kept cutting it, making him making his face confused, and that's how fucking Jermaine O'Neill was looking like, nigga, what? Did you, we just gonna get in
2: trouble. The first thing I thought about was the scene in uh, the Thirty for Thirty with Jordan, and right before he was like, and I took that personally. Like that's that's <laughs> all I thought about when I saw that Jermaine Jermaine O'Neal face. Be like, dog, you serious? You think you'll get in trouble, motherfucker? You ain't finna play again this season, dog. Like you don't even know. Like you about to cost us a whole championship, dog. Like what uh, mean a you whole a whole finals uh, appearance, millions of dollars. All kind of shit, dog. Yeah, I think we're right, nigga, get in we like, nigga. We just fought
0: the fans. What do you, what you All mean? Right? Are we gonna we get in fought trouble?
2: Fucking fans! All because of a whole ass foul that you didn't have to do. They could have played that game out and potentially won that series. And you did this—the worst fucking foul ever. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah but i thought it was I, like i said i thought overall i thought it was okay i just like i say i didn't really i thought the title should have been a little different especially since it was mostly a uh a, a, p- a pacer's perspective but i thought it was made good uh, uh you know i mean it, it was it was more the content of it which you know we know about already that really bothered me and then just the the, the racist ass commentators man that shit bugged the shit out of me yeah
0: bugged and then the um Uh, another thing that kind of bugged me too was Mm -hmm. the fact that they made it seem like that game happened super early in the season and they they made it sound like like since they were winning that game that they were clearly on path to a championship and I'm like okay it's not like the Pistons was going to be undefeated and if we wasn't undefeated you was going to win like like you weren't about to win no championship bro we still went to the finals that year And it wasn't because Indiana wasn't around. (laughs) Right. I mean, it it wasn't like, I mean, we were the fucking champion, the the reigning champions that year. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean... them niggas was about to win the fucking ninth game of the season talking about, oh, this cost us a championship. You don't know that, nigga. Like, come on, bro. Like, we still went to the finals. Like, fuck out of here. And then we won 64 games the year after that. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, like, it was a foregone conclusion. Like, we was gonna whoop their ass. Like, Okay, you, you was winning one game, fam. Like, we still went to the finals that year, and we won 64 games the next year. You weren't about to do shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, y'all bitches would have got smacked around in the playoffs again. Shut up. Like, right, they
2: made the shit. They made me think that. I started I looking back. Like, I didn't think that was an Eastern Conference final game or some shit. Like, that was like
0: the ninth game of the regular season, nigga. <laughs> like, that shit was early as fuck in the season.
2: Yeah, like that shit was was game six of the Eastern Conference Finals, and they about to go to the next game and shit, yeah. Like, oh,
0: we was just about to go to the finals. Like, nigga, y'all was about to be fucking seven and one. Shut the fuck up.
2: (laughs) Y'all had had a good team, and, you know, y'all potentially could have got got further than whichever y'all did, but nah, not that, dog. But, damn, that's crazy. So that was early in the season. So what, our test got, what, like 50, 60 games off or some shit?
1: Uh,
0: it was the rest of the season but it was like it was a lot of games I think it was like I'm, I'm exaggerating when I say it was the eighth game of the season at least I think I am but no he got like fuck it was I feel like it was 60 something games it was a lot like it was it was a lot <laughs> but yeah that that was a that that part was funny and then like I like the I, well I thought it was funny the whole thing with Jamal Tinsley being the whole person that like really started the shit and then yeah, um, I wish they would interview his ass Me too, because I'm like, come on, man! Like this nigga, like how you gonna how you gonna gas up a motherfucker with mental issues? (laughs) Like you ought to know. And on top of that, why would you gas up the nigga with mental issues? And I guess he didn't say who to file, but like, (laughs) if you gonna file anybody that hard on the Pistons. Why the fuck would you choose Ben Wallace, <laughs> nigga? You better file like Tayshaw Prince, or something, <laughs> like, that, that, nigga. That nigga, and that Steven Jackson was like. <laughs> Stephen Jackson was like, man. Ben Wallace wore like sixteen headbands. He was throwing all that bitches. me. <laughs> yeah, that's something, man. Come
2: on, why you exaggerate, nigga? Yeah, so he, <laughs> there, so he got, so he, so uh, our test got uh, suspended for. 73 games.
0: Oh, I, okay. I was right. <laughs> so the day, was so zero. that means it was the uh, so 82. So that was the ninth game, dog. I wasn't too far off. That was the ninth game yeah. of the season.
2: 73 <laughs> games. They counted, they, they said initially they said 86 if if you were count playoff game, but you can't count playoff. niggas. don't niggas would have made it, but regular season 73 games. And he got he lost five million dollars alone. I think it was total of. 11 million in suspensions, and 5 million of it was him. That was damn it. He, he must have, like, a $5.2 million contract or some shit because that's the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, he all right. He got millions. heal he it. Yeah,
0: he's fine. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, at the end of the day, the Pistons, everybody could be wrong. Like, all the fans, all the players, I would still be like, Detroit bitch, fuck y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, and and
2: that's how it yeah. is, and 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 that's how it's always been for me. I just you know after watching, I was just like, damn, that is, that was kind of fucked up. But I mean, you know, and I think I took it, I think I took it a lot personally than I think I probably should have. Because I just every time that I, that shit come up, I was always fuck the Pacers, fuck the Pacers, and and you know, I've never had any strong feeling against the Pacers other than not being a a Reggie Miller fan. Uh, I never but, had a problem with them. I don't know. I just never, I don't know. For somebody. I just never. I, and then I hated him fucking commentating. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, he was fucking terrible. But as a player, I mean, as a player, it was just everybody versus the Pistons. So, it wasn't too, unless I had, I, I had you know, a few players in the league that actually liked, you know, on, te- on certain teams. But for the most part, you know, uh, it was always the Pistons versus whoever the fuck. So, I
0: didn't like any of them niggas. So. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, though, they fucked around and found out. Like, yeah, you might have got you, – yeah, you got suspended a whole bunch of games, and, yeah, you fought fans, and the fans fucked with you. But at the end of the day, it would have never happened if it went for two things, both Ron Artest. <laughs> like, if our Test had never fouled Ben Wallace like that, trying to fuck around with the wrong one with his crazy ass, that wouldn't have happened. And if he had never laid down on the scorer's table, because they tried to make it sound like – he tried to make it sound like he was just being out of it. Like, yeah, my therapist told me that I should just count the five – before I do anything so I was just calming myself and I know Steven Jackson got my back like that's when he slipped up when he's like I know Steven Jackson got my back because that's how I knew for sure that him laying on the table was some cocky shit like that wasn't like oh let me just chill out like because he could have just went off and sat down on the you know sat on the bench or or whatever walked away walked off the court but he laid down on the scores table that was a taunt so like if he had never did that shit if he had never did that shit dude would have never threw the beer and I'm not justifying dude throwing the beer by any means, but if, if Ryan Artest had not done that, the beer would have never got thrown like that, that laying on the scores table. That was a, that was a middle finger right there. So like they fucked around and found out like they, they wasn't going to come up in here and fuck around again. Cause like at the end of the day, cause it's still Detroit, nigga. Like we gonna put hands on you. dog. And that like, and that's why I was always like, I can't even say low key. Like I was like high key, always kind of like proud of it. Cause at the end of the day, like, don't fuck with us. Y'all just, y'all, y'all was winning the game. Y'all was blowing us out, take your win, talk your shit and be done with it. But no, they wanted to keep their starters in. They wanted to try to prove a point. Crazy ass, wanted to start some shit. Then he wanted to lay on the score. So they did all kinds of shit to set that shit up. And they want to come in in the Jermaine O'Neal Presents documentary and make themselves look like victims. Like, no, nah, y'all came in here ready to start some shit and you got dealt with. So go eat a dick, nigga. Like, <laughs> You got smacked up. So it is what it is. And lost a a lot. Lost Mm -hmm. a whole lot. And like I said, and we still went to the finals. So fuck out of here. We smacked you hoes up and still went to the finals. Ben Wallace pushed that nigga out of his shoes. uh, I love watching that every single time, dog. I'm like, man, Ben Wallace pushed that nigga soul out of his body.
2: if if that nigga if that nigga heart could have went through to his back
0: it would have been on the floor dog on the fucking floor but yeah that was a that was a crazy night man that was a crazy night indeed
2: so yeah that's cool I would suggest people if they you know uh, on the fence about watching it definitely check it out it was definitely uh, a good a good show yeah definitely entertaining. T- definitely entertaining I-, I-, I watched it on my lunch like man this is this is this is this is wow like this shit really happened <laughs> man like, this shit really fucking happened
0: yeah and <sighs> you think about too like a lot of the a lot of the dudes on like fist and twitter man like that, that you know you know we be talking to a shit these are young fellas uh like you know like that that one dude that motherfucker might not, that nigga was barely born when that shit
2: happened. (laughs) So way too, way too young. I don't even think they understand. I I don't think they understand just the magnitude of what that did for the league, what that did to certain players. Like, you know, the, the, what do I want to say? Um, just the 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 look it gave to just Detroit sports and basketball, like it was a lot with that, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think they have any idea, but man, them, them young niggas be getting on my fucking nerves lately, dog. Like they, <laughs> like this whole the the whole summer league and you know the you know we can't like I I am totally cool with just the the hypeness of them being, but for, for K, but man, these niggas are retweeting these motherfuckers like you know. It, a nigga retweeted, what, some dude, I don't even know who the fuck it was. I meant to just block him, because I'm like, I don't to see his tweets again. He's some local <laughs> nigga. He was like, you know, beginning of, the, beginning of the game. I think it was the first game the second game. I can't remember. I think it was the second game against the Rockets. You know, it was like, "Okay, K we trust." And then he retweeted it like an hour later, like, fuck K. Like, are you serious? Like, wh- okay. what's wrong with you fickle ass niggas, dog? Like, I, And then it's like, I don't even want to see that shit on my timeline. Like, fuck all them, these young ass dumb ass niggas. Like, it's some cool local fans i even follow but a lot of these other motherfuckers i'll be blocking all these little niggas all year dog
0: like, i need that i don't need that energy
1: dog.
0: yeah Please. i mean it you know watching these first two games has been interesting because like i said there's been a lot of good stuff to come out of it there's been some stuff i haven't really liked but as far as Kay cunningham goes it's very clear what his role is gonna be versus especially with Jalen green because like they're good they're the two are going to be going at, the, the two are, I think them two are going to have a rivalry for their entire careers. Like Jalen got the chip on his shoulder being picked second. And Cade has all the attention on him being the first pick. And I feel like that they're going to have a, they're, they're going to be at each other for probably their whole careers. And it's very clear to me that Jalen Green's position is not position, but like his, his role, I guess, is he's gonna be that guy like he's gonna put up he's gonna be that stats guy oh for sure like for sure Jalen Jalen and the the nigga looks good pause but like he looks good like he's he's gonna be he's gonna be a problem like that and you will not catch any Jalen Green shade for me as far as his game goes at least so far. I have no
2: no shape I think he's gonna be an awesome player. Like you know one and two could have been could have been you know uh a a total you know whatever and I would have been fine with either either one so Um, But but I think, I think Cade is going to fit better with our
0: team. Yes. And like, that's, that's what I think is the big difference is that I think at the end of the day, green is probably going to have better stats than Cade is going to have. And that's not to say that Cade's going to have bad stats. I just think Jalen green is going to be a guy who's going to put up big time numbers and that's cool. But I think that the Pistons are probably going to succeed a little bit more. Well, I mean, well, I can't say that because it, obviously there's other players on Houston besides Jalen green. So like, like, and they had a lot, they had a lot of players that played well in that game, but um, K K's different. Like his shit, it, like he has leader vibe all through him. Like he's, he has leader vibes. He, he carries himself like he's 10 years older than he is. Like that dude is 19, dog. 19. Like I was a, Fucking immature, fucking wild ass piece of shit at nineteen, and this dude is doing all the right things. Like he's gassing his teammates up. He's playing hard. He's like cheering from the bench. Like he's 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 doing everything right. Like he, and his numbers would be better if them niggas could actually shoot. <laughs> there a lot of people he was passing to was shooting better, and and also just to be perfectly one hundred about it, Jalen Green had the better game. Houston won the game. But one on one, K was watching that nigga. Dog. <laughs> like K oh, just no, was. Out his shoes on several occasions, dog. And 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 the thing is he had a better game, but his stats was only like two
2: or three fucking numbers up. Like it was like 20. I think K had 20, he had 26, four rebounds, yeah, five rebounds. Like it wasn't like Yeah, you know, it wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh I think to your point, uh Jaden's going to He's going to have to do more, and he—I think he will do more—but I think he's not going to have the leadership uh, quality that Kate uh, is have showing and he will show. So it'll be a good I, and one. I mean, you know, going back to—you know—I don't have anything bad to say. I think he's going to be a dope player. I just feel like it's just of energy to have a chip on his shoulder for not being picked. You, it's only one team to pass you up. I can see if you be a fucking top three player and you got drafted 18, then you may have right. some fucking you know kind of like uh, I think uh, Draymond Green. Like he, it was a story about how he. I think he got picked like between like 15 and 20th or some shit like that. And he remembers right. he remembers the names of all of the players that it, you know that was picked before him. And you know he's a, a multiple uh, championship winning player. He's uh, has two gold medals. I mean, he's pretty accomplished, you know, when it comes to just NBA players. And I could get his, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I think that's just a little bit of waste of energy to – and a team that you only go play maybe three times, four times a fucking year, like, you know. But he's going to be – any, but it, all that aside, he's going to be – I think he's going to be a great player. And the way his – if his numbers and stuff, you know, hit like we think it is, he'll fuck around and get rookie of the year.
0: Jalen or Kate?
2: I think Jalen would.
0: No, I, 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 that wouldn't surprise me in the least. No,
2: nah, it wouldn't. The
0: only way – I mean, obviously, there's a whole lot of other rookies that could perform potentially better. But if we were to look at it as hypothetically, obviously, if Jalen and K were the only people in the running, I think that Jalen is probably going to have the better numbers. And the only way it would work out in K's favor is if Houston is still terrible and the Pistons, like, make a playoff mm-hmm. – make a run at the playoff spot mm-hmm. or make the playoffs. Because then, then that would give Cade the edge. But um, right now, it's too early. It's two summer league games. It's not even. The, it's not even the goddamn preseason. Like, right. like exactly. so. Right. Like at yeah. the end of the day, none of this shit. Only, only thing to look for in in these games is to see how specific players play and how they respond to each other. Like that's really. And, and you look for improvements on on specific guys' game. Like how is Killian, Killian Hayes, who missed most of last season, how is he going to look? He House was looking Cain, really good everybody. too cuz I missed when
2: he because that was when my cable provider was a, was a dickhead and so when it when uh Fox Sports Shane to Bally I didn't have that package anymore so I missed when Killian came back to uh to play so I didn't see none of that so seeing him was pretty good he looked damn good out there People was shitting on him and I don't really understand why I don't, I don't think he get looked it. that bad at all I don't get it I mean he his his assist was pretty good he was playing really good on fucking defense I don't understand. Uh, It it seemed like some misplaced expectations and shit.
0: Yeah. And I saw an interesting uh, meme that I retweeted. I I don't know if you saw it, but uh, it was maybe like a couple hours ago. And it was a it was a meme of um, from Spongebob and it was Patrick talking to somebody else. I don't know. And it said something like uh, Pistons gave up on Chris Middleton and um i can't remember the other player but another player who left here and ended up playing pretty damn good and it's just like so you acknowledge that players like the pistons should give players more you know more time to develop and not give up on young players quickly and then the then the meme goes yeah and then it says but and it says so what about killian hayes and he's like oh he's a bust so it's like it's like fuck it's it's hyper it's 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 uh uh it's contradictory to say like, oh, the Pistons gave up on Chris Middleton too early, but then to sit here and look at Killian Hayes after he played like 20 games last year and two summer league games and be like, oh, this nigga's a bust. Like, okay, <laughs> like, like that's the same reason why we don't have Chris Middleton and whoever the other player was.
2: That's why I don't fuck with. That's why I don't fuck with a lot of people. Stranger friends, like you know, I I, I enjoy the uh, the Pistons fan group because it's a lot better now on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was some real dickheads in there, but prior but man that's why I don't fuck with a lot of these fair weather ass 20 games in a nigga's a failure fan it's like fuck man get the fuck out of here
0: yeah and you also keep in mind too like the Facebook group is good right now but that's because only the true diehards are watching the summer league games like once the season start and the people who say all the dumb shit start watching games that, that group's gonna get shitty again <laughs> so it, it was the Twitter guys who held who held it down last season. Talking, you know, talking about how, you know, how good they looked and how fun they were to watch, and pointing out all the positives, while the face group, Facebook group niggas is like, oh man, these niggas suck. Like, oh man, they suck, they suck. I'm like, okay, it like, it sounds dumb to say it's more about, it's not just about wins and losses because I mean, it, it technically is, but like when your team isn't any good, when your team's not winning games, you've got to look at like where the where the good spots are and what you think the future looks like. And from my perspective, watching last season, this was a team that is better than they performed. A team that has a lot of players that are incredibly young who look like they're going to be really good, and now they just added the number one pick. So I'm like, I, 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 I don't really see any reason to be discouraged yet. And then they got fucking Luca Garza, looks awesome to me. Like I, out of out of nowhere, he take him like fifty something. But I mean, this was the college player of the year. He dropped. They said he dropped twenty five pounds, twenty six pounds. Since mm-hmm. the end of the college season to now, like, man. And Luka Garza looked really good. Like, yeah, not, I, I like so his look, man. I
2: think he's going to be uh, pretty cool, so.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, promising things. But let's not spend a bunch of time on the Pistons and bore our listeners to death who don't care. <laughs> but right. uh, we wanna um, while we are on uh, basketball, I did want to talk about this thing I saw yesterday about Jason Kier that I sent you. And uh. I had no idea Jason Kier was such a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> Man, I saw that like, shit. I'm oh like, if I saw Jason Kidd. I want to steal on him right now. Like, like what? So, you want
2: to give a story of what, what,
0: what happened? Yeah, yeah. So, apparently, Giannis, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try it. Giannis answered the cupo. Nailed good job. it. That's um, good. That apparently, he, good. I, it, it, it's been a long time for me to be. <laughs> he's been a leaf for a while now, and I that was probably the first time I've actually spoken his last name because I've always been like, I don't even want to try. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fuck it up, but yeah. I, I've for some reason over the course of the past, I guess uh, since last year's last season's playoffs, which obviously isn't that long ago, but since the playoffs, um, I I don't know. I feel like I've been hearing his name enough where I'm like, okay, I can do this. But apparently, he's got an autobiography coming out, or that already came out, and in it, he talks about some stuff that Jason Kia did with a, uh, um, who was it? Uh... I don't know. I can't remember. I, I, there were some specific players that he uh, kind of like mistreated in general. But I guess the, the main story in it was that they uh, had lost the game on like December 23rd and were like kind of dejected about it. And he came into the locker room after the game and basically put like Jaja on the on the on the spot and was like, how do you think the game went? He's like, yeah, we fucked up. We should have played better. He was like, you think you should get the next two days off? And he he was like, Well, uh, it is Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) And then he he asked somebody else, and that other person gave the same diplomatic ass answer. And then Jace Kidd was like, Well, I see y'all in the morning (laughs) for practice. And then said that like he ran the niggas to death and like made them like have to do some drill within a certain time that was a couple of seconds better than the best time that they had ever performed that drill. And like he was just like totally like shitting on these guys and uh, just being a piece of shit to these guys. And I guess what bothers me the most is I've never understood. And this is and and I'm being one hundred. I, I played baseball as a uh, as a teenager, but like I've never been a guy who played organized sports a lot. And so I, I'm fully aware that I'm coming from largely a place of ignorance. But like I've never understood or supported how a team full of all men can have one guy who he may be the best player on the team, but for some reason, they allow that player to disrespect them. And like, there's a difference between being a leader on a team and being somebody who you think you in charge and you are just going to talk to everybody in the old kind of way. And I've seen it out. A lot of players that like, are highly respected players? Like, I mean, well, Jordan is a great example. Jordan treated guys like shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's Michael fucking Jordan. i like, but at the end of the day, you a man. And that's what, I, that's what, that was my biggest takeaway from the last dance documentary, how Steve Kerr was the only person who stood up to him. And I'm like, I'm like, dog, like, yeah, you might be Michael Jordan, but you are not above an ass whooping. Like, do not talk to me like that. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like you can hoop. Congratulations. Can you kick my ass? <laughs> if not, you better watch your fucking mouth. And like I don't understand why players treat other people like that cuz you might be the guy on the team. Like like this not your child. Like the, like that's another man. Like why do y'all allow players to disrespect you like that? And taking it even a step further to Jason Kidd. It's like, yeah, that's the coach. So technically he is in charge. But also at the end of the day, again, that's just another man and that's also Jason Kidd. Like he's not Thirty years older than all the players, like he was playing not too long ago, and he went into coaching very quickly after he stopped being a player. So like, and then and then also, when things go wrong on a team, the coach is always the one who takes the fall. So like, if you're a coach and you doing shit like that to players, and say you Giannis, who you think on who you think gonna get the edge in, <laughs> in that battle? Like, if you disrespect all your players. And Giannis goes, yo, at the end of the day, I'm a man. You talk to me like that again, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> like, like the coach can go, oh, oh, really? Well, I'm going to bench you. And then bench Giannis for more than one game to see see who, see who, who that works out for. <laughs> like, and they mm-hmm. even mentioned, like, a, there was another thing to mention how um, he, uh, what was it? Um, oh, it was like Giannis, he had accused Giannis of fucking up something on defense. And Giannis was like, "No, that wasn't me." That like, I and and Jay Skills is like, "No, man, it was you. It was you." Like, don't don't fuck around. Like going off on this stage. He's like, "No," He was like, "Respectfully, it was not me. I did not do that." And then Jay Skills was like, "Pull up the tape. Pull up the tape." They pull up the tape, and it wasn't Giannis. And then he still <laughs> sat that nigga for the next game. Wow. And it was and and the the part of the book or or the tweet says something like, "Whatever the circumstances were, the game that he sat out, it didn't matter. It was like the end of a season, and they were already like." Maybe like they had a playoff spot here or something like that. Like the game was meaningless for whatever reason. But still, at the end of the day, it's principle, dog. Like you was wrong, and you still bitch that nigga. Like, come on, man. I
2: can't wait to see you know any backlash potentially he get or just attention
0: to him because that shit sucks. The tweet that I saw start. The tweet that I saw that posted the pictures from the book. Yeah. The person who tweeted it said something like. My biggest takeaway from this is that Jason Kidd should never coach another team again. Yeah, I saw that.
2: I'm reading it now. Yeah, is uh, yeah, he says. You no, know, he says. My biggest takeaway is that Jason Kidd should not be around. He said should not be allowed to be around other people, let
0: alone coach an <laughs> NBA team. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's even
1: that's even better.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's always that's always been wild to me the way uh, players allow the better players on the team to still disrespect them. Like you could be motivational without being like, so wait, wild,
2: was kid so so a player at that time? No, he's a coach. He was a coach at that time. Okay.
0: Yeah. But uh, I, I, the, the way he, him as a coach being a former player who was not retired for very long. So he's right. not like, he wasn't old. You know, it wasn't like Lenny Wilkins and shit. It was right, like, Jason right, kid right, was right. like, you know, he was still young. So like, I, I look at it like similar to how, like, players like Jordan or Kobe. Like, I saw Kobe do it, too. Like, Kobe would, like, be, like, wild, disrespectful to people, like, at times. Like, not like Jordan was, but there would be times where I would see Kobe, like, getting a little bit fired up and getting a little disrespectful. And, you know, that's why Kobe got punched in the throat. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, that's what happens. Like, you fuck around with the wrong one, and you you can get stolen. Because, like, at the end of the day, and, like, this I, I bring this attitude to work. I bring this attitude to my observations of life and to observations of sports. It's like, at the end of the day, you might have a title or a position or a a name for yourself that might be superior to somebody else. But at the end of the day, you have to keep in mind, is that person your peer in life? Mm -hmm. Because like we can walk off this court and now we're Michael Jordan and Steve Kerr, but we're not Michael Jordan, the basketball player, Steve Kerr, the basketball player. We're two men. And at the end of the day, you talk to me, wow, I'm going to fuck you up. So like, (laughs) like, keep it, like, keep it, like, remember that your superiority over me, whether that's in your ability to play the game or your title at a job or anything like that ends outside of that job. Cause NBA is still a job too. It ends outside of that job. So like, you gotta. I feel like people need to keep keep that shit in mind, and I feel like the players who are not the big time players need to keep that shit in mind too. Like at the end of the day, that's still that's still just another man. Uh, he ain't got no power over you at all. Like that's it's, it's even less than uh, like somebody at a job because that person might have a title that is above you. But like at the end of the day, y'all all players on the same team, and y'all all need to show each other respect. At the end of the day, and there's ways to be a leader on your team, like Kate is doing right now. There are ways to be a leader on your team without trying to like emasculate somebody, and yeah, I, I'm surprised Jason Tia got away with got away with this yeah, stuff without getting it. I mean, the
2: uh, the great philosopher Notorious B.I.G. said, you know, niggas bleed <laughs> just like us. So. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, woo, that is a good. That is a good quote. I don't even mean Big School. I mean your quote, like as oh. the great philosopher or whatever yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> said. <laughs> Niggas bleed. <laughs> yes, that is. The I, just, end I just, of the
2: day. I, man. I mean, I've I've had some heated conversations with some coworkers. And I just be like, dog. Oh. You I don't care if you're older than me. I don't care if your title is more res, uh, is something that's more responsible than me. Nigga, you go treat me with the uh with the human decency that I deserve. Or you know, we're gonna have problems. And you know, I remember having that uh, having that issue with a co-worker at my, my job now when I first started, and I'm like, Dog, I'm not your kid. I'm like, you can go talk to me like that. And you know, he's been cool ever fucking since. So, you know, sometimes motherfuckers need to hear the hear the black man go crazy before. You know they act right, but you know he lucky ain't his ass in the fucking throat. So you know yeah. it worked out on all ends. I kept my job, you know, and all worked out. <laughs> he ain't had to die. Everything to worked die. out. <laughs> he, he made it home to his wife and kids. So you know the, the day was a good day. You know what I'm saying? So
0: <laughs>
2: <sighs> shit, shit.
0: Um, what you, what you want to talk about next?
2: Uh, let's uh let's play uh, Baylor two weeks in a row and shit hitting yeah. Hitting so uh, let's play
0: his uh now I guarantee we at least got to get one you know what I mean cuz like he can't he can't yeah. hear me talk about it and then yeah. he the thing and not say it
2: he held off the whole uh, whole ass uh, uh... Sound clip last time, so let's see what he, let's see what he gives. This that's why
0: like, that's why like Otis not saying niggas bleed
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I'm, I'm gonna say it at some point. You know, so yeah, so here we <laughs> go. Uh,
1: Like that on the last episode, went straight for the juggling. Yeah, I didn't got into it where I came before. He uh, he's super rah rah rah, white beater tight shit like that. Can't fit it. Whatever Eminem said. Um, yeah man, I, these this alpha male shit, I don't know, man. Like to me I don't think you can be like a true alpha male if you like ticklish. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if someone tickle your feet, you know what I'm saying, I start ticking you around your stomach area and you giggling and jumping, and you can't be a you can't be an alpha male, right? Oh, dude, you can't be an alpha male if you ticklish, right? Let me know if I'm trying it's crazy that y'all y'all brought up the Simone Biles thing, and then I think today, actually the day that y'all dropped, which would be last week, uh, y'all episode last Thursday, I seen a report that her aunt, Simone, Simone Biles' aunt, passed away, Yeah, I um, that which is sad, or whatever. But even if she didn't, like, bro, if she is not mentally there... I'm not, you know, the, we, we damn near the fans and probably probably a little bit of uh, pressure from the, the franchises and stuff like that. They put pressure on these football players and these basketball players and probably these baseball players to go out there to perform uh, when they're not physically 100%. And we know when they're because how are you an athlete and never like never mentally damaged? you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that's crazy man like think about some of the athletes that we heard you know their their kids being born some did go you know and and witness their child being born and then some you know had to miss out on that Like, that's crazy um outside of that uh the stereo thing yeah so the stereo thing is it, it has an upgrade like I think you have up to like four to six people or some shit like that. Um, it's always a, a, a quick go to or a good go to because if you if your equipment is down, it's a malfunction. So you can just use use your phone. Uh, the feedback, the instant feedback, is always dope. Um, so that's why I still mess with stereo. I just haven't recorded that much. I think I did like two episodes the past couple of weeks off the of stereo. Um, But it's it's still a dope platform to use. So y'all, because of y'all topics, you know what I mean? Or the way y'all talk about the topics that y'all have. (laughs) Stereo is just perfect. You just got to somehow bring y'all listeners, just a few listeners, because everybody else is going to come. You bring a couple of listeners over to Stereo to listen to y'all show live then that will be dope. The only negative thing about that is they may not listen to the show when it actually drops on their podcast feed. That's the only thing. Which Greg and Shannon has perfected. They will record and then leave it up there for maybe a day or two and then take it down. You can just instantly take it down and then put it out there. So, you know, people will go listen to it on the other platforms that y'all spread out. So, hey, what up, though? (laughs) Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh,
0: I, I was actually given consideration to um, I was I was tossed around the idea of doing another kind of like a solo episode where I talked about my experiences with religion because that kind of came off of the heels of Delvin put out an episode, which I actually still have yet to finish that where I he started, talked about his. I started background. it, but
2: I didn't I didn't finish because I got tied up. But I want to put trying to catch I I that. So. I didn't
0: even get that far into it. Like so, yeah, I gotta finish that, but um that kind of inspired me to do it because I feel like there's a whole lot of insight I could give to my perspective because like mainly my, my uh, outward perspective on it is usually pretty like insulting and like cynical. And just kind of like shitty for the most part, but that's one something I can explain. And two, I do feel like it, I could, I could, I could stand to add some context to that to kind of like give an idea on where I come from on that perspective. So I was thinking about recording like a solo podcast where I just kind of like talked about that. And stereo might be a good, uh, that might be a good opportunity for me to like give stereo a run. So that way, if we do decide to do another episode on stereo, it could be something where at least I've already kind of given it a dry run to kind of get a feel for it. So, um, yeah, I could, I could possibly try that, but yeah. What were were you going to say?
2: Oh, no, just, uh, uh, the stereo thing, I think it's it's definitely up. You know, it's nothing I've never never really like totally cut off. But I just want to do it. You know, make sure to be the right fit, the right. And now that the, they've made some upgrades, because it was really shitty on the Android side for uh for that. Um, so yeah. I just make sure I get the right mic and you know, because uh, you can't you can't plug. I guess you're just using your own phone or whatever. Uh, you know, whether it's wireless headphones or whatever the fuck. You use and I haven't found the the best headphones or mic to work for that app, so um, that's more of a technical side of, for me to figure out. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm definitely gonna try to give it another. I think we could figure it out at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, what was the other thing? He you someone know, something else you mentioned. I wanted to talk about for uh, a brief moment. Uh, oh, the Simone Bios thing. Like the thing with her aunt. I like I heard that too that day that her aunt had passed during that time. And my immediate reaction to that was that's, that wasn't even – that shouldn't have been necessary for her to even put out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like – like like you said, like, that's messed up. Like, that, you know, that sucks or whatever. But, like, my immediate reaction before even that sucks was she shouldn't have even had to say this. Like, like she's so, like, on her uh, – I don't want to say on the defensive because I haven't actually heard that much from her uh, in that regard. But I feel like she has to at least feel – like she needs to be on the defensive because there's been so many people coming at her. And I just don't, I don't understand that energy. And like, I mean, we talked about it last week, so I'm not going to, you know, harp on that or nothing, but like, that's something where I just feel like none of us are in a position to judge that. And like I said last week, and like, well, like we both said last week, like that shit is something that you could die doing gymnastics with that kind of shit going on with that twisties and shit. So I'm like, to, to, to have people coming at her to the point where she has to be like, yeah, my aunt died too which clearly that was something she was not trying to she could have said that at the time if she wanted to divulge that but that's something that came out after the fact and that shouldn't have had to come out if she didn't want it to so yeah that that fucking sucks
2: yeah i mean you you kind of said what i probably wanted to say so yeah but people just trash and you shouldn't even have to put up uh so much personal information that you don't want to you know that you had to stop because or this is a part of the reason, you know. I, yeah, mental. I mean, I think it's a we've got a little glimpse of the world trying to take mental health a little more seriously, but it just seems like they just want robots for 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 uh, for sports figures and to not have a real life and not have a conscience and you know all that shit. So,
0: fucked up. So let's hit one more of these topics before we wrap up, and then if we have like, there's a couple that are not. Um, time-based then we can push the next week if we like so okay let's hit one more of these up and 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 we can wrap up so which one of these uh remaining ones do you want to uh let's go with the white people and compliance okay so yeah i I put that in there because um you know i've been seeing obviously there's been a whole lot of shit about wearing masks and whatnot and i was trying to i i I just sitting around like, you know, working or whatever. And I was thinking about, you know, why does it seem like it's, it's, you know, mainly white folks who are having problems with, you know, who are, who are on that, you know, this is, you know, mass mandates and my are impinging on my freedom. And, you know, I, I don't want to have to wear a mask and it's my personal choice. And the governor of Florida talking about, I'm going to get, I want people to add options and all this kind of shit. Why are they so opposed to mask wearing? And, I don't know. I can't think of no black person who is saying those same talking points. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, why is that? Like, because I, I I don't want to make things race based, but I'm thinking, like, I, I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, I, don't, I ain't really hearing black people bitching about having to wear a mask like that. But it's like white people are just so mad about it. And this what I came up with is obviously just a guess because I can never really know. But um, the reason I put it as compliance is because I look at that as the driving force behind why we as black people are more likely to be okay with that and white people are more likely not to. And I think it's because white people have historically never been in a position where they have to comply. Like they've always been the ones giving the orders. And we historically are people who have always had to comply. Like, and I talk every, you know, I, I can't say I talk all the time, but I've mentioned multiple times and on this podcast, and also I even mentioned it on one of my one mic uh, videos. The idea that uh, trauma can get passed down from generation to generation via just like your like DNA, kind of like like that that trauma lives with you. And the idea that you know Black people's history here, you know, revolves like comes from a lot of like slavery and shit like that, and and uh, segregation, and uh, you know all that kind of shit, right? And I look at it as like we're accustomed to levels of force compliance that no one else is uh, familiar with. So for us, saying, "Hey, wear masks so you don't get this disease that can kill you," is like a, such a low level of force compliance to us that it's like it's nothing. Like, okay, we're used to we're used to having to <laughs> build the White House, like <laughs> you know, like uh, or else we're gonna get the shit beaten out of us like asking us to wear masks to say to stay safe is not a huge ask but for white folks like they're not accustomed to being told what to do like that because they're always the ones that's in charge so like it it, and, and again this bleeds into what i say all the time that they can't conceive of a world where they can't do whatever they want like it it all boils down to that i feel like all these situations all boil down to them not being able to come to grips with the idea that they are not in charge and they are not in a position to boss other people around. So if they're in a position to where they're being told you can't do that, that is outside of their, like, I I don't say DNA, but like, whatever, whatever it is that whatever you want to call that gets passed down from generation to generation trauma for us could that gets passed down from generation to generation for them. It's the opposite of that. Like from generation to generation, it's, we do whatever we want and we tell other people what to do, nobody tells us what to do. So like subconsciously and they're just in their makeup, they are not accustomed to being told you can't do blank. So their natural response just genetically is to be like, what the fuck do you mean I can't do that? Like I would have, you mean to tell me I can't buy all the guns I want? What? What are you talking about? You mean to tell me I got to wear a mask to go into Kroger? What, what are you talking about? I don't have to do that. And I, I think that's possibly why there's such a divide and why it's so prevalent in this country specifically because of the history of our people in this country, like the history of white people in this country and the history of black people in this country, like it's so different. And I feel like that's passed down generationally to where now we are still in the same spot where uh, you know white people are, are looking like, who, who, who won't tell me what to do? And black people are like, okay, yeah that's just kind of like the hypothesis that i came up with and like i said it's not something where i I, like i felt hesitant about even having it as a topic because i felt like it's me again making things about race all the time and i I don't want to come off that way but if i could find a whole bunch of black people who are bitching about having to wear a mask i would say (laughs) i'd be like all right well that's there's no reason for me to go there but when i thought about the fact that i haven't seen black people like that i don't know that's just kind of where it went so yeah i just kind of want to say like that's something i was rolling around in my head and i wonder if that's an, uh the opposite end of generational behaviors being passed down from uh generation to generation well i mean i don't i don't
2: think you're you're far off um obviously you know it's one of those things that you know probably can't be proven but you know i see it nah. as, i see it as well but so in my job uh people were, you know, encouraged to get vaccinated. Um, they even did, they even had, you know, a, a nurse to come up to do va- vaccines at the job and stuff. So yeah. when numbers were at the low, you know, kind of more lower than they are now, they initially, you had to have a mask on throughout the whole building, no matter what you were doing. If you were sitting at your desk, you could take your mask off. But if you start moving around the office, going to the bathroom, whatever the hell, you had to wear a mask. So when the numbers were at the Canada lower, lower, lower numbers, they instituted this rule where if you were vaccinated, you can move, move throughout the building without a mask. You had, they gave you like wristbands to wear. So people who didn't uh, subscribe to that had to have a mask on if they wasn't, weren't vaccinated or had some crazy health issue that prevented them from wearing a mask. So the one guy who's an anti-vax guy, um, so recently, you know, since numbers are going up, you know, they were kind of lack, they had become lax on it. And so they were going back on that, like, you know, hey, y'all tripping, Uh, if you ain't vaccinated, wear your mask. And so for the first day or two, the one guy who the anti-vax didn't want to wear his fucking mask. And he was just like, they could just have to send me home. Bruh, the entitlement of saying your job is telling you what's mandated and you say they're going to have to send me home and you verbally say this shit out and about? Like, the entitlement of that shit is ridiculous, dog. Like, you got got two choices, dog. You get vaccinated or you wear a fucking mask. Why is that mask so fucked up?
0: Like, that mask should not make a fucking difference. So, I guess... Meanwhile, they out here making niggas take their braids out.
1: Yeah. and you and, it, and you,
0: all you got to do is put on a fucking mask hey, all you got to do is put a mask on right and so i guess you know i don't
2: know if he just got some sense and somebody said something but he's been masked up because you know I, I haven't seen him without his mask but it's like the entitlement to even say some shit like they got is if they if if they can just they'll just allow you to just go home and pay you or some shit because you don't want to uh, adhere to the rules i mean shit you got places like u of m uh has all of their employees vaccinated jobs are doing that shit you know it's starting to happen a lot more so i mean i don't know if my job will ever do that but at this moment there is no mandatory but even if say say tomorrow my job decides to want to have mandatory um, mandatory vaccinations either you either you're gonna get vaccinated or you'll get another job do you really want to go get another job for that if you feel that strongly i guess that's your choice but the, the whole mask thing is just wild to me. Like,
0: they, they really take offense on that shit. and Because they look at it as, that's, that's their right to not, it's their right to do what they want to do. And if they don't want to do, it's not even this, it's like their right to do what they want to do. It's it's the offense of being told to do something. Like, you got to do this. Yeah. Like, they just don't like that shit.
2: And, and I think that's the correlation between people that are uh, anti-vax and people that don't want to wear masks. I sing, like I feel like that's the correlation. It's just being it's just being told what to do, because a mask ain't shit to put on. Like, like so you're saying you're anti-vax, but you just don't want to be safe. Period. Like you know it's some fuck shit out here, and you still don't want to wear a mask. Like, it just, I try to say that maybe there are some people who are anti-vax that has some sort of sense, but the more people that come out and don't want to wear a mask are the same people that don't want to get a vaccine. And I'm like, is it just your, at first it was kind of like, is it just your distrust in modern medicine period? Like, do you not take aspirin? Do you not take pepto Like, you know, is it just medicine in general or is just, it's the fact that you don't
0: want to be told what to do. And I think it's you don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all it is. I saw real quick. I want to read something to you to piss me the fuck off. Um, <laughs> okay. It was somebody from it was somebody from high school who posted something on Facebook. That, been, that, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. Oh, you? Oh, okay. I did Okay, I did I you saw your. What, I saw your post
2: about somebody from high post. school. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah I've been waiting. On so, this. I meant, I meant to ask you beforehand, but go ahead. Uh, before I even read it, the only thing that there's a, a a sentence in what I'm about to read that saved these two people from me just completely like raising the depths of hell onto them on this status. Like I was, I sat at my phone for like 10 minutes. Like, am I going to go off on this nigga or not? And then, but I'll tell you what the sentence was after I read it, but there was a sentence that saved them that made me choose to make it a, a, my own status, as opposed to telling it to them directly. But the original post says, help me understand some folks. Why are those of you who are vaccinated afraid of those who are not? And why are you so comfortable with those who are vaccinated if a Delta variant exists that they can still pass to you? Now, that status in and of itself irritated me because, one, who the fuck's scared of somebody? Like, ain't nobody afraid of nobody out here. Like, what are you talking about? you like, if, if there's any fear, it's of the virus, not of non-vaccinated people. Like, ain't nobody like I feel like that was trying. He was trying to be low key shady. And, and trying to be slick but i was i was willing to let that go so then somebody else comments on it another person from high school says answering the question divide and conquer they want everyone to take it so they have to make the people who have it feel like they made the best choice now people who have it feel like it's okay to talk down to those that don't my thing is what makes your reasons for taking it more valid than the people than the reasons for the people who don't every sentence of that was stupid Every fucking sentence. Who, one, who the fuck is they? Like, who is the they that wants to divide and conquer us and make it so that uh, the people who get vaccines feel better about themselves? Like, who is the they that is that invested in making one group of people feel better about themselves via vaccinations? Like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, one. Two, she said, now people who have it feel like it's okay to talk down to those who don't that's the sentence that saved them because I was ready to go fully the fuck in. And you know, when I go to fuck in, it's not kind. It's going to be insulting. It's going to be demeaning. It's going to be sarcastic. It, I, I, I go fully in because I want you to feel bad about yourself. So I'm fully about to go to fuck in. And I'm like, when well, she when I read that sentence, it says now people have, now people who haven't feel like it's okay to talk down to those who don't. I was like, if I go in on her, I'm like a walking, I'm like human irony. Like I kind of prove her point. And I'm like, I can't, I'm not interested in being human irony today. So I'm not going to do this. And that's, if that sentence was not there, I'd have snapped on both of them. But I'm like, it's a whole other story why I'm so ready to snap on motherfuckers. But that's a whole different thing. So he responds, the dude who originally posted responded. And he was like, yes, ma'am, perspective is the new reality. And he or she who does what's best for them is doing the right thing. That sounds like some old PBS special type shit. Like, oh, yeah, you do what's best for you. You're doing the right thing. The more you know. I'm like, you dumb nigga. What do you fucking mean? Like, that dumb shit is the reason this will never go away. Doing what's best for you is doing what's right. That's literally the opposite. of the the entire point of this whole thing. The whole point is that doing what's best for others is what's doing what's right. People who say doing what's best for you is doing what's right. You are literally the reason why this is not working because it's the people who are obsessed with doing what they want to do that are fucking this whole thing up. That's, it was, I, I saw his original post. I'm like, I'm gonna let that slide. When I saw her comment, I was ready to go in. When I saw that sentence of doing what's best for you is doing what's right, I'm like, that's it. I'm dead in this nigga right now. But then that that one motherfucking sentence, I was like, oh, I'd be so fucking ironic if I did that. So, yeah, I let it go. But, like, yeah, that kind of plays into the whole what I was saying. Well, I mean, what were we were just talking about, about the idea of uh, masking up or whatever. Um yeah, it made me think of that and I'm like, oh, that's fucking doing what's best for you is doing what's right. Like, oh my god. I just god. I just hated
2: that whole that whole interaction. Wanted to paint themselves as some kind of victims and then when someone goes off on them, see see what I said? Like, no, you are not a victim. You, you you made a choice and you need to live with that fucking choice. And it shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel like you can't even comment on the shit because you're going to be what they're talking about. So fucking what? But I, I totally get your your hesitance and and not because of you know the perception. And I and I get it. But man, that's
0: yeah, that's a lot, dude. That's a lot. That saved them, God And then oh, and then she her one sentence at the end and said, My thing is what makes your reasons for taking it more valid than the reasons of the people who don't? Like, okay, because the reason for the people who take it are in the best interest of others, staying safe, trying to end the pandemic. And are based on the research of scientists and doctors and people who know what they're talking about versus me, who I don't know anything about diseases and vaccination. So I have to trust the people who went to school for that shit and learned about it. The professionals, the reasons for the people who don't are because they read a fucking Onion article on their phone when they were taking the shit. So that's what makes my reasons better, you stupid bitch. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, nobody has, like, what do you mean? What makes you better? Like, because you don't have a viable reason for not taking it. Like, are you thinking, like, like, like everything you say is the reason you don't take it? It's some shit you read on some fucking biased ass post or Facebook article, Facebook post or, or some non medical shit of some conspiracy theorist fucko who says what you wanted to hear. Like, that's the only reason you got. There is no scientific evidence that is anti-vaccine. Like, that's a whole thing that niggas just made up. Like, there's, there's not a thing about vaccines. Like, vaccine, like, 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 people say vaccines cause autism. Like, you can't just make up shit, dog. Like, what do you, like, vaccines don't cause autism. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like they just make up shit. There's no scientific or medical evidence that is anti-vaccine. So that is why the reasons for the people who take it is better than the reasons who don't. Because if the people who do it, do it based on the research of professionals and scientists and doctors, and the people who don't made their decision where they were taking a shit reading memes on Twitter. Like, it's a, there's a very clear difference and a very clear superiority in one set of reasons over the other. Like, man, what the fuck, man? <laughs> At least be hmm. fucking sensible with your fucking opposition.
2: And that's definitely not the case, so. Definitely not the fucking case.
0: Oh, oh, oh! oh. and side, side, side note. Real, real, real fast. The next day, the same dude who made that original post, he had like a Facebook story. And I didn't want to click on it because I didn't want to fucking see him. I didn't want him to see that I read it because I don't even want to give that motherfucker the satisfaction of knowing that I saw what he said. (laughs) So I just like zoomed in on it and took a screenshot. Could like zoomed in on like the small, you know, icon that's at the top of the Facebook page. Uh when you open the app? And the, what he wrote said, month 17 of a pandemic, and I still haven't heard any public officials talk about the benefits of eating real food, maintaining a healthy body weight, and increasing vitamin D exposure towards pu- positive public health outcomes. Weird. What irritates me about that is that it's, it's purposely and willfully like ignorant and obtuse. And he's very right in the sense of we as a country don't talk enough about how like taking better care of yourself can help cut down on illnesses. That is very true. But within the context of what he was just talking about with the vaccines and shit, like you can't be out here trying to make the case that if you ate better and you exercise, that's how you avoid getting COVID. Like COVID ain't looking at you like, man, that nigga got too much muscle. So I'm gonna just go around him, and I'm gonna infect somebody else. Like oh that nigga ate a lot of broccoli today. I'm a, I, like I can't fuck with that nigga. Like you can't out you can't out broccoli fucking COVID. Like so don't paint it in a sense of like uh you know we we're not talking about how like like on the surface that's a correct statement. But when you put it in the context of the vaccine and, and, and getting sick, like yes it's true. Well everything he said is true. But like it's when you put it in that context, it's not. It, you're, you're using truth to manipulate manipulate the narrative like that's not what it's about and like you, you can't you, you you can't use that when i already know where he stands apparently on the vaccine shit you can't use that as a case he's leaving out the tie into the vaccine but you can't use that as a case for why you know basically i feel like what he's trying to like low-key try to slick get at is like we should be talking more about eating healthy and exercising, and overtaking vaccines and shit like that and you can't take that fact and use it to manipulate the vaccine narrative because that's not, that's not how you avoid COVID. Like you can't be like, Oh, I ate five apples today. So I'm immune from COVID. But if you get the vaccine, you're immune from COVID. Like <laughs> you, like I will take my vaccine over his apples and pull-ups all goddamn day, nigga. So do your motherfucking pull-ups, preach on the internet about how strong your fucking titties are. And then you still get sick because you were dumb nigga who didn't get the vaccine. And I'm sitting over here sloppy and old and I ain't got COVID, so suck my dick, niggas. Like, <laughs> your push-ups ain't helping you on that ventilator, are they, niggas? Like, That's, so, fuck out of definitely here. helping
2: that ventilator. That's a damn shit. Right.
0: And, and the post is kind of sending this
2: fuck based on the, the previous topic. So it's like, if you if you ain't been preaching for 17 months or whatever, talking about healthy eating and shit, you need to shut the fuck up then. Right, right.
0: Man, your people, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't even I can't even really say no, but like, I guess kinda. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> from one perspective, sort of.
1: Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> fuck these niggas. Oh god. They will All always right. need. Yeah. We'll push these other topics next week and uh yeah, we'll be back then. Yeah.
0: All
2: right, y'all. Peace. Peace. You can find a what Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from spotify itunes soundcloud all of them do you listen on itunes if you haven't already drop us a review if you got questions you can send them to what up do podcast at gmail that's w-u-d-u-p-d-o-e p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook or you can find us on twitter at what up do podcast peace